and welcome to the Fiorella Files. I'm your hostess, Fiorella Nash, sometimes known by my nom de plume, Fiorella de Maria. I'm a writer of crime fiction and historical novels and an incorrigible bibliophile. It's wonderful to be making a programme on pretty much my favourite subject, books. On my show, I will be introducing you to books, classic and contemporary, that you must read, should enjoy reading, or should not touch with an 11-foot barge pole. Once a month, I'll also be doing my special edition children's book show involving younger reviewers talking about and sharing their favourite books. This week, I have three fascinating, if in places flawed, books to share with you. The first... My non-fiction offering of the week was published relatively recently and it purports to give us reason to feel more positive about the world around us. It is Factfulness by Hans Rosling and it claims that basically we are seeing the world through a very negative lens and he has the information to help us to change our minds. So that's our first book. Second, my classic of the week is the beautiful and not nearly as well known as it should be Elizabeth Gaskell novel Cranford. Thirdly, a book set during the Second World War in Italy. It's by an American writer based in Chicago, I gather, called A Thread of Grace. And just the title almost asks you to open that book. It shows so much promise and I think you will very much enjoy it. So, factfulness. My first quibble with this book is I don't like the title. I find the whole idea of factfulness a bit irritating. I don't like made-up words. But let's just park that for the moment. Factfulness was written by the late Hans Rosling with the assistance of his daughter and son-in-law, who very much encouraged him to get this book written. Hans Rosling was very, very famous in Sweden right up until the point of his death, largely because of the many TED Talks he delivered, which were viewed by millions of people and made him quite a household name in Sweden. His central premise is that we do not understand the world around us, that we get bombarded by very negative images of the state of the world, which leads us to believe that the world is getting worse and worse, when in fact, in Hans Rosling's opinion, the world is getting better and better. I'll start by saying that I agree with his central premise. What he noted was that if he did surveys about different aspects of the state of the world, like the number of people in the world who go to school, the numbers living in extreme poverty, almost universally respondents would give the most negative answer, that more and more people are living in extreme poverty than ever before, that there are more wars, that more people are dying through violence than in the past, that the situation for women is getting worse and worse, that the health situation, you know, when it comes to infant mortality and maternal mortality is getting worse and worse. And he states the bare facts that this is simply not true. If you look at the figures, if you look at the statistics, there are fewer and fewer people living in extreme poverty than at any other time in human history. The majority 
of people get some level of education, including girls. Girls are not significantly worse off when it comes to education than boys. That fewer and fewer infants are dying before the age of five than ever before because of vaccination programmes and better health care. He also disapproves of, and I agree with him on this, the term developing world and developed world. He doesn't like those terms and he argues quite strenuously against the use of them. He talks about different levels of development. Level one being extreme poverty and level four being the sort of economic level most of us enjoy. So I completely agree with him on those things. He is very critical of aid agencies and charities who have a tendency to catastrophize, who bombard people with very negative images of extreme poverty and dire situations, who don't talk about the success stories, who don't talk about the fact that aid agencies are making a difference, that economies are growing, that most people are better off than they ever have been. So I agree with him on that. I think there is a tendency to use very negative imagery. I'm having worked for a lobbying group, having done a lot of research into the way charities work, I completely agree with him on that. I also agree, and interestingly, he wrote this before the whole Greta Thunberg phenomenon, that we should not encourage people to panic about the state of the world. That when people panic, they think irrationally and they behave irrationally. That we should acknowledge that there are still many problems in the world, that there are still far too many people dying of hunger, that there are still far too many women dying in childbirth, infants dying before their fifth birthday. But we should be calm about this and find sustainable solutions to help those who are still living in extreme poverty. Panic doesn't do anyone any good. Having an unreasonably negative view of the world only makes the situation worse. And I do agree with him.